the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. Don't ask, don't get. That's often useful advice in business, but specifically it seems to apply to the annual P&I renewal round. This podcast is being released on Friday the 18th of February, the de facto deadline for ship owners to have their protection and indemnity cover in place for the period of 2022 to 2023. Now, technically, the cut-off point is noon on Sunday, and a handful of deals will no doubt go down to the wire. But in general, underwriters and brokers don't like weekend working any more than anybody else. The overwhelming majority of contracts are going to be done and dusted by this evening. This year, the going rate has emerged at a fairly hefty 12.5%, with the American Club, Britannia, London, Standard, Steamship, Swedish Club and the UK club all seeking to grow their top lines by that amount. West and North have gone even higher, and are both seeking 15%, while Japan and Skuld are both gunning for a still double-digit 10%. Guard is using its muscle as the world's largest P&I club to lowball at 7.5%, and will no doubt be hoping to win market share on the back of that strategy. Finally, Ship Owners Club, which specialises in smaller vessels, is an outlier on just 5%. As regular listeners will of course know, Lloyd's List offers subscribers the very best in marine insurance coverage available anywhere. And naturally, we asked our insurance editor, David Osler, to round up the great and the good of the P&I world's big hitters for this week's podcast. He started with Alex Vullo, divisional director at broker Arthur J. Gallagher, who told him that P&I clubs are getting their way on price hikes to a surprising extent. Uptake has been slow, Alex told Dave, with around 30% of members still to sign on the dotted line when they spoke on Wednesday this week. Adding to the pain is the reinsurance levy for the International Group's General Excess of Loss contract, inevitably known as GXL in insurance jargon. It's mandatory, non-negotiable and the same across all of the IG clubs and varies in extent only by vessel type. But in the fallout from the ever-given Suez Canal blockage, box ship operators are this year's big losers and sometimes are paying up to 45% more than last year. Here's Alex, who describes clubs in his own words as being on a mission to get their desired general increase. So 22 Renault has been very difficult, very challenging. It started very late. Uh, a lot of underwriters were sending renewal quotes on the 18th of January. We even had a few that even went past the 20th of February, uh, 20th of January rather. So leaving very little time for renewal discussions. Discussions on the whole were very slow moving. Uh, as of today, I think that talking to a lot of the clubs, 30% of members still haven't renewed and there's four days to go, plus we've got the weekend. Um, in terms of increases across the market as it's been widely reported the the average um gis uh, this year were 11 and a half if you take out sop as the, the small ship club it's closer to 12 percent uh, reinsurance is obviously a major significant part of the renewal this year uh, which had between five to 25 percent on top of any gi or renewal outcome depending on vessel category and the clubs on the whole were on a mission to get the gi um, and for the most part, we can see from our portfolio, they've come in within the proximity of the club requirements. There were two clubs that had mandatory elements to the renewal this year, which were Schooled and North of England. Um, for our portfolio, and we've heard generally across the market as well, that there was no deviation from the mandatory elements. For Schooled, it was 10%. For North, it was 75 um, And 
everyone paid that as a minimum if they were able to to get to that level there were strict requirements for that for school it was more it, widely accepted that 10 percent. it was 10 percent or 10 percent um for the north of england um i think a few people managed to get the the mandatory uh, but most people were paying closer to the gi levels west of england had a a de-risk policy from what we've seen um, and comparatively london were quite inconsistent this year um, in our view, um, they didn't renew a lot of members, or a lot of members also de-risked the, the club as well, um, as, the, as the London club were under heavy pressure from the regulators this year, being a, an unbudgeted supplementary call year. Alex also offered Dave a range of indicative prices, something underwriters are notoriously reluctant to do, arguing that they price all ships individually on record. But according to Mr Volo, a five-year-old Cape size is facing a 2022 P&I premium in the range of between $100,000 to $120,000. And a VLCC of a similar vintage is looking at $150,000 to $175,000. A 4,000 TU box ship might be asked for $70,000 to $90,000, and a 14,000 TU unit as much as $170,000 to $200,000. Alex caused quite a stir with a Gallagher Brokers report last year, which predicted that P&I bills could be 40% or even 50% higher by 2024. Dave asked him if he stood by that prediction, and yes, he does. Going back to our summer prediction, 30 to 40% rates uh, by 2024, um, we're definitely on track. Uh, it might even get close to 50%, again, depending on vessel category. Um, and generally, with the reinsurance, most renewal proposals came in around... 15 to 30 percent and most i'd say most sorry most renewal um outcomes came in between 50 to 30 percent again depending on vessel category so there was a big spread of renewal results um there was a lot of consolidation in the market as we predicted in the summer and there were a few um owners that also decided to depart from the club how owners took it um there were varied reactions. Uh, looking at our portfolio, 90% of our clients renewed with the club that they were entered with in 2021. The other 10% consolidated with their other clubs, if they had multi-club strategy or they moved club. Um, some owners who appreciated they had competitive rates uh, and noticed the unsustainability issues did contribute more to their club. Um, owners with challenging records pushed very hard, uh, still pushing very hard for those that haven't renewed. On the whole, the renewal was extremely challenging um, and long-term relationships between club and member were definitely tested. Um, owners were pushing hard because of the reinsurance costs being excessive and especially tanker owners um, who are also suffering with a bad market at the moment. Uh, and reinsurance in some case doubled uh, the club's proposal and for some container operators, it tripled the club's uh, original proposal. A useful scene setting there from Alex, but we now turn to a trio of big names from the clubs themselves. Tom Bauscher, Chief Executive of the West of England Club, and Bjornar Anderson, Chief Underwriting Officer at Guard, are both previous guests on the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. In addition today, we also welcome Joe Hughes, the Englishman in New York, who is also the Chief Executive of the American Club and a first-timer on the show. Here's Tom starting us off. And remember, he's pushing for a 15% GI. Dave asked him if he agreed with brokers' assessments of the state of play. I would say there's there is some truth in what they're saying. I think uh, the renewal is slower this year, um, definitely. I think um, I think that possibly is a characteristic of a hardening market. Um, it's 
it's more difficult to sell increases possibly um and there are certain sectors like the tanker market which are not seeing the the benefit of the higher freight rates like some of the other sectors such as containers and bulk so there are some challenges out there um i i wouldn't say 30 percent of our book is still to renew i'd say it's less than that but and they're coming in slowly now and we're seeing you know this morning we've seen a few more come in so broadly we're happy um i think your point about the group reinsurance yes those rates have gone up uh, it's been well documented people do need to remember that it was a two-year deal last year so they were frozen um uh, for two years and unfortunately like we're seeing within retention and within the pool the excess layers have seen um, some activity so uh, underwriters are looking for payback and their commercial underwriters so their break-even positions were a lot lower than a club so they're looking to uh, uh, you know uh, generate increases to offset those losses but I think the the deal uh, based on the information and the data that we had before us and, and the claims performance was as far as we could get and I think members I need to remember across the group that the clubs do what they can to take as much volatility out of that element of the rating as we can with um, Hydra and the and the sharing of risk in the pool and the AAD we take in the first layer. So the clubs are doing their part there to try and remove um, volatility, volatility and cost where they can. Your last point on our GI. Um, yeah, we are at the, at the upper end with North. Um, I don't think we're that far away. The, I think the average is 12 and a half. Most people forget 12 months ago we were at seven and a half and the average is 10. So if you take an average of two years, the West is the same as the majority of other clubs. Um, but, you know, we're doing what we're focusing on what we need to do for, for West. And um, our members want a financially secure club. There are some clubs out there that unfortunately have had to take corrective measures, which is something no one likes to see. Um, and uh, we're doing what we can with our board to ensure that the West remains financially robust and strong for, for the future, which, is, which I'm confident we will do. Tom insisted that West's high GI is sticking, although at the time of interview it was not public knowledge that the club had lost the MSC account, the world's biggest box ship operator. There are, uh, you know, uh, this is always the question and it's the contentious questions and everyone says, will everyone pay 15? And I think the, uh, everyone knows the answer that that is not the case, but there are always good reasons for that. But the majority are. And remember that a lot of owners that have got adverse records where their their claims experience has been a little bit more challenging in the last few years, then, then they will be asked to pay more. Um, but we are being as fair as we can with all our members and we are ensuring that those that need to pay, pay um, they're, they're, and contribute to the, to the overall performance of the club. Now for Guard Chief Underwriting Officer Bjornar Andersen. He doesn't recognise Alex Vullo's description of 30% still to sign up. In the case of Guard, that figure is more like 10% in his view. Now, Bear in mind, this was an interview recorded on Wednesday this week, and as already discussed, this is a pretty fast-moving story where things happen right up to the wire. We started early and had a uh, period where it was a bit slow, but right now it's quite all right with 90% done. So uh, it's... Uh, 
in accordance with our uh, estimate, it's uh, quite normal right now. Right, not not particularly slower than usual. That's not been your experience. No, it, it two weeks ago we saw that uh, that it uh, was stopping a bit, but uh, but then it uh, it came into a normal pace. Right, but of course you have the advantage of seeking the lowest increase of any of the big clubs, don't you? So presumably your members are very, very happy to renew at your prices. Well, renewals are never easy, uh, but it's going very well. And uh, we are delighted uh, of the inflow of uh, tonnage with uh, the right price. So um, it's, it's a good renewal. Of course, everyone wants to know if the lower pricing is attracting new members to guard. Mr. Anderson indicates that it is, but other than that, he's not giving too much away. We have some inflow. It's not exceptional as it was last year, but it's uh, very good. Yeah, so we are very pleased so far with the renewal, although it's not entirely done. Okay, I mean, what kind of owners are you finding coming towards you? It's a consolidation towards uh, uh, the fact that we uh, represent stability and strength. Uh, we we see it's it's not particular tonnage, but it's more coming from uh, from weaker clubs and into a more predictable solution for the future. Joe Hughes of the American Club is pinning his hopes on a 12.5% GI. And he agrees with Alex that things got off to a pretty slow start. But he argues that was probably unsurprising. So far as the American Club's experience so far has been, I think it's been quite good, actually. Um, we are obviously now in the final days of the renewal period itself. But uh, my underwriting department tells me that things have gone pretty much according to plan, and um, that overall we should have a pretty good renewal to report to the board and to the market in due course. So you confirm Alex's impression that the proposed increases are largely sticking then, and uh, how do you see things going next year? Do you see a further increase? Well, um, that depends, of course, on how uh, the 2021 year and even the 2020 year um, develop over time and indeed how, how the fortunes uh, of the clubs for 2022 emerge. Um, some commentators have said, and I think Gallagher's actually are among them, um, that rates will probably need to rise yet again over the next couple of years in order to get them at a level where, you know, the combined ratio across the market as a whole is at a level of 100 percent or thereabouts uh, in order to return, you know, to to um, circumstances that, that are more, as I say, sustainable for the future. It's difficult to know precisely what will happen uh, because necessarily, you know, the claims landscape can be very volatile. And uh, the effect, for example, of pool claims in the last uh, three years or so has been pretty significant. But if there were a reduction in pool claims and more the, the retained claims exposure of individual clubs improved um, significantly over the, over the next year, and if the increases that have been 
uh, sought and uh, attained for the 2022 renewal stick, then things might look rather better in, in you know, nine to 10 months time. It's really a bit too early to say, but I think the overarching need is to get levels for the future that are sustainable. Well, that's it for another week and indeed another year of renewals. Don't forget, if you're not already a Lloyd's List subscriber, you really should be. Not just for all the maritime insurance news, but for shipping news across the sector. You can get our best deal on lloydslist.com slash subscription. Have a nice weekend, and if you haven't renewed your P&I cover by now, you still have until Sunday lunchtime. So get on with it, and good luck. Good luck.